All right, Immortal X friends, welcome back. This is Cody, and it has been far too long. I'm here today with a very uh, special episode. Riley and I will be back soon. We finally have a little bit of time to chat and break down some of the crazy things that have happened in comics and media and just just a whole lot. But today I'm coming to you with one of my uh, one of my best friends, one of one of my best friends uh, who I've known for crazy like about my gosh, like 13 years now, like as old as a seventh grader. Um, I'm here with one of my friends, uh, Scott. Hey, Cody. <laughs> Hi, Scott. <laughs> and we are uh, we are coming to you with basically our, uh, we went to Universal Studios, Hollywood. Um, so we're going to come to you with a little bit of a post game about that. Scott is one of the, uh, the best theme park aficionados. Big word. Um, not not fanatics. I would not no. classify, but uh, but as a fan and a historian yes. of of theme parks, and I think Scott and I have always really bonded over that. Um, and so we we thought it would be a really good time to break down uh, what we what we witnessed and what we experienced. Uh, Scott, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you like theme parks? Yeah, I grew up uh, about twenty minutes from Disneyland. Had passes for most of my life. I would occasionally in in junior high try to break away from Disneyland because it wasn't cool because I'd grown up. And so I went to Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, And that was kind of cool and rebellious that every junior high uh, student did. And then I, you know, came back to my maker uh, shortly after, especially in college. Uh, I also went to college in Southern California. And that's where I met Cody. and many others who decided to get a annual pass. And uh, I felt a little bit like a host uh, to my theme park, to my world, um, to all my new college friends that were experiencing uh, not just Disneyland, but... Disneyland the, is a local. Yes, it's so different. Yeah. It's so different and so advantageous. I think at one point as like a young person privileged enough to like go to a park like Disneyland in your youth and then at at one point legally when you turn like 13 or 14 you have to say that another theme park is cooler yes like you just have to it's, yes. it's part of it's part of your process you like yeah it's a rite to, of passage you have to yes. roll your eyes at your parents and then say yes. like this park's not cool anymore but then yeah, the school that we went to was like, it was super close, about 10 minutes away. Yes. And so I know you and I have very, I think our friendships were kind of built on like, oh, hey, you have a pass also, like, let's just go. And we would go for about, sometimes like, sometimes three hours, sometimes less. Yeah, sometimes it's quick, yeah. yeah. Sometimes all day. And and kind of just getting that, we would find the days that it wouldn't be that crowded. Could kind of go whenever we wanted. And so I think what was so fun about this trip was while you grew up to Knott's is kind of like your second park, basically. I grew up going to Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. Uh, My family was down here, my cousins, and so we would go, and we kind of got to become, like, uh, you know, annual pass holders down here, too, for a little bit. And so so this was kind of my turn to play host to you, because you hadn't been to Universal in, in decades, probably? 27 years. Yeah. So this was kind of a cool time, and Universal has obviously opened up a new a new land, um, or a new world even, uh, Super Nintendo World. And so that was kind of what got us down here. I think that was what finally made the push, because 
uh, while you and I have bonded over theme parks, we've also bonded over of a lot of other things that we talk about here on this pod. We bonded over, I think, I remember us talking about the multiverse. Oh um, yeah, in a in a tent like the first night that we met, like the and that's where I'm like, oh okay, I think we're I think we're in good hands as as friends. Yep, yep. I remember the resident director. I had been an RA the year before. And we were basically dorm cops. Yeah, basically slash, dorm cops. Slash your cool camp counselors, but also don't drink on our floor. Yeah, but the dorm, the resident director was like, I, I just have a really good feeling about this young man named Cody. I think you're going to be friends for a long time. And Miss, Mrs. Turner out there, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Thank you. Thank you. 13 for- years later, still going. Uh, we've definitely, we've definitely influenced each other's, like, I think still commitment to this nerdiness. Oh, yeah. Um, I, when I used to, you know, have, have to do some, like, production assistant work at Marvel and would get some, some, like, early, early screenings, I remember Scott was who I would take with me. Um, to well, yeah, I was, some of those early... I was with you when you wrote your first line. When I wrote my first line, my unofficial first line of dialogue in Guardians, or not Guardians, Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 3. Yeah, so, you know, thanks. Thank Kevin, if you're listening, still available. <laughs> Love the chat. Yeah, yeah, Kevin has a lot of chatting. Kev- Kevin has right a lot now. of chatting on his plate, but we have a lot of chatting on our plate, too. So, Scott, we, we're going to talk a little bit about, I think, I think I really want to kind of focus this conversation on Super Nintendo World, but also just the differences you think between Universal and Disneyland. Yeah. So as someone who had not been to Universal Studios in 27 years... In, in the modern era. In the modern era of, of this park, yes. that a lot of... There are a lot of people who will contend that this is now like this is the... This is becoming one of the premier theme parks. Sure. Um, what's What's your take? What did you think? I was very impressed with its, uh, I think, transformation to um, IPs and uh, quality. I felt like it's never had like enough for me coming from Orange County to drive through that LA mess to get to it. It was just, it's always hard to get to in that sense. Uh, but blown away by Hogwarts, uh, wish there was more, it left me wanting more, but just that was, that was Disney quality. Like, don't forget about us. Like we are here. Um, and then a couple of the, the older, stuff that I never got to do, uh, you know, Jurassic World, which was Park, and The Mummy, and even The Transformers, uh, were pretty awesome, like, and I, yeah. You also got to experience the best stunt show in the world. Uh, Water World. (laughs) I I think Water World's probably in a conversation every year, and it's still around, and I respect it. Yeah. Uh. I, I will say, Secret Life of Pets, man. Secret Life of Pets, uh, a new dark ride based on the, I guess, Illumination movie, yeah. I think, that you and I yeah. have not seen. But yeah. some really, really classic dark ride. Just well transform. done. Just well done, and um, not the hot mess that Minion Rush is. That oh, man. Just sucked my soul away in terms of creativity and quality, but... 
Secret Life of Pets, man. Kids, don't miss that one. <laughs> that was... Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Uh, Hogwarts is awesome. Uh, oh, that, that has been a really fun place. Uh, Leslie, Leslie and I have those... I know I've talked about this on this before because Riley and his wife do the same. Like, And you and Nicole do the same. You're, you and your wife. Like, We have those Harry Potter movies on like constantly. Oh, um, I, I just know, like, I'll get home sometimes, and if Leslie's had, like, a rough day at work, like, I'll hear, dun, 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 and it's like, oh, okay. I can kind of tell what mood she's in based on which one she picks um, to start with, because it's not always in order, and I never know which one it's going to be. <laughs> sometimes she'll we'll literally start with uh, with seven, and I'm like, oh, we're in for a treat. Like, I love I love those last um, those last four those last four i would say i would say from five five to eight i'm like yeah i could could watch those in kind of a loop like they've definitely like kind of kind of hardwired my brain um in a new way Uh, i really like those but but we watch those a lot and so what was it like going to hogwarts for the first time and and seeing this because i know for us when we went um first i was it was not overwhelming like we didn't get you know nostalgia bombs but it was it was definitely cool it was it was a very awesome experience I think it's so good that it kind of makes the rest of the park not, I would, no, I, look, we ba- have this exact look, same feeling. Look bad? I, I don't know. Like, you walk out, and there's the Simpsons. <laughs> like, and, yeah, it, it's just in this little cove of its own, and just the quality and the detail is just yeah it was like it was universals it's in the theme park war uh, of the relevance and i think there's also a frustration sometimes of being in california where why does everything have to be smaller you know why you're talking about it compared to the florida right it's 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 okay those are our heavy hitters and then and then california kind of gets the leftovers so it seems uh but it's just man i wanted more and i think i think I think that at Waterworld, you were great, but I think I think you're you're gonna become Diagon Alley, and I I am full support of that. Scott broke my heart when he told me that uh, last night. When I was like, "Would you rather have your kids grow up in a world where Waterworld exists or Diagon Alley?" And before I gave it, he's like, "Diagon Alley." Yeah, like, no hesitation. Like, okay, well, we had a good trip. It's a shame we can't talk to each other anymore. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, I. I think you bring up a really good point is that like the Harry Potter area is so well done. Um, and obviously it's only got the two rides really only like one big ride, but that one real ride, but that ride is amazing. Um, that has some, some really cool animatronics, uh, the line, the line, the the line just walking through it's, it's now gotten to a place where like, especially when we went, cause we had our like get in line, the front of the line free pass, but then we did it later on and we got to walk through like that was a really good time. Mm -hmm. Like we timed that really well because that was maybe like a 20 minute walk Mm -hmm. if even. And um, you get to see all the props still, you get to walk through. um, Cause that's kind of a line where even when we were on the express pass, like we wanted to spend more time there. Like we were kind of ushering people by us so that we could look at the, like the paintings talk to each other. Yeah. Um, this is my first time here after playing Hogwarts Legacy, mm. and I'm, I'm I'm glad I waited this long because I probably would have bought a whole lot more like shit that I did not need if, yeah. if it was on the Hogwarts Legacy train. Especially, I was I was chosen 
I was chosen he for was my chosen. magical powers. He always gets chosen when I'm with him to, it's, it's, to do stuff. What else oh did I get my, chosen for? You were always the spy in Star Tours. <laughs> um, he was always telling me when he went to Florida, they have stuff there that you get picked for. And it's like, of course he is. So I got chosen to be the, the, the Dark One's inheritor is how I was playing it in my head. Like, as I got sized up. I don't know up. if he could, totally caught on uh, to that. No, he definitely did it. As I got sized up for a wand and got to make some stuff move. But um, Harry Potter World is cool. Um, Harry Potter World, I definitely think, is, like, the a high a high standard for theme parks. Like, because that exists, Star Wars World exists. Um, and I, I really enjoy Galaxy's Edge and Batu. If you had to rank them right now, where would you put them? Oh, what's, what's What wins for you? Oh man! Yeah, we ask hard questions that, on this podcast. That's a really hard question. I oh, I I really enjoy the of uh, Hogwarts. They don't have all the app stuff, and that that app stuff is just like not for me. Yeah, and love the detail of Galaxy's Edge. Obviously, the storytelling there is a little wonky i think they tried to make it fit and so it's a little inconsistent there and so i think hogwarts actually takes in terms of like the immersive maybe it was like because we were there at night too and it was all the lights were on and it just it just felt and then that castle Mm -hmm. that castle is just something to behold um so i would say it probably gets gets the notch there yeah um probably a harder conversation between rise of the resistance and forgotten legacy or forgotten or for, for forbidden been, journey whatever yeah. yeah forbidden journey but uh, what's i'm i'm very excited for you to eventually go to obviously florida mm-hmm. and, and ride the the other ones the green gods adventure mm-hmm. there because i think oftentimes when talking about these that is the one that's in more conversation with um uh rise of resistance, resistance as i was like comparables but I think what's really hard about the Star Wars decision to make... I, I really like that they made it a land of Batu, And I like that they made it kind of its own, just unique mm-hmm. Disney World Star Wars. But you don't get the same thing as, like, when you go to uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You're going, you're going to Hogsmeade. You're going to the castle. You're going to, like, shop for your own Hogwarts adventure. And right. there, there is something just, like, magical about seeing all, like, you know, all of the... The, the jerseys lined up the, <laughs> the the gear per houses picking your wand and like there's a lot less of like a you can kind of just peruse more without mm. feeling like you need to buy things and yeah and i feel like it's, it's, it's more of a living museum correct versus versus galaxy's edge like it's really cool but at the end of the day like it is it is a lot of shops it um, is. it's a lot of shops that i like to spend a lot of time in and look to see what's new and, and catch things up but um it's also a new place, you know, it's not a, it's not a place from the films. It's a place that we're kind of experiencing and like the walk through the millennium Falcon, like, you know, as a brief moment for, for a ride. It's not my favorite. Um, <laughs> but, and then rise of resistance is super cool, but it's just, it's a random resistance base and a random star right. destroyer versus like, this is what you know and love for, for eight movies. So it's just, they're, they're so different. Right. They're, yeah. They are different. They're both really well done. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I honestly think the, the level of immersion, you know, the next one is that Super Mario world. So that, that leads us there. Mm -hmm. So we talked, you talked, I like that you already brought up like, um, 
Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So for those who don't know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, uh, there's there's a big app component, which essentially you use like a data pad to complete missions and storylines, and you're interacting with like you're getting transmissions from from Finn and Rose from the Resistance, or you're getting messages from the First Order or from random smugglers. And there's a lot of um, crates and items and interactable things all throughout the land that you can like scan and get those items added to your collection. I promise I'm saying all of this for a reason. Um, and then there's a few things when you're in line for the Millennium Falcon that you can do, like some pre-checks. When you're in line for Rise of the Resistance, you can do some things to get credit, all of that. Um, it was part of the big promise of Galaxy's Edge is that you get to, you know, they were kind of trying to one up Harry Potter. Where it's like, oh, you like you like Harry Potter land? Like you get to live your own Star Wars adventure. Mm-hmm. Like get ready to get ready to LARP, get ready to live action role play in Star Wars. And yeah, and then they tried to open a hotel too. <laughs> and they tried to open a hotel. Whoops. Which that's, <laughs> we a, got whole, a, little, we that's got a, a whole other <laughs> conversation. Yeah. But um, that leads us to now, if if Star Wars World was a response to Harry Potter. Mario World is now a response to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so Super Nintendo World opened up this past year. It has locations here in Japan and Florida, right? Uh, Florida is not open yet. Florida's not open. Florida yeah. but will be. But those will be its three locations. Right. Um, and so it opened up here. It has one ride. It has a Mario Kart Bowser's Tournament Challenge. challenge. Um, and then it has one restaurant, yes. Toadstool Cafe. And then it has the real... Not I don't even know if this is a selling point, but the other real big thing that the game has is basically interactive game elements. Game elements and then I'll call it elements. Block elements. And in order to to, inter- <laughs> to interact to interact with these elements, you have to purchase a a forty dollar power band, like power up band. Yes. It comes in five or six different colors, like like Mario, Luigi. Peach, Daisy, right? They they Yoshi, double as amiibos. They double, they double as, as amiibos. amiibos. They double as amiibos. And so, uh, you and I had the conversation probably about two weeks ago, and I think we were both probably avoiding it. Of like, gosh, like we're really gonna have to buy these forty dollars power bands. And I act. and I thought it was interesting. They don't tell you how much they are. You have to look it up. It's not on their website because I was like, huh, like this will be cool because uh, Disney World really optimizes the magic bands. Yeah. Disneyland has them to an extent and they were very, very cool kind of pre smartphone, all of that. But, uh, yeah, I was a little bit surprised at, okay, $40. And is that inflation? Is that really $40 worth of experience? Um, some blog said you really need to do this to get the full experience, which I may or may not agree with. I don't know. So we so we went, when we first went to Nintendo World in the morning, we went straight there to get on Mario Kart just because we thought it was going to be a really long line. And it already was a really long line. Really long. We waited there for probably about about two and a half hours, kind of, um, a little less I, maybe? No, it, was, it, it ended up being about two, okay. like right on the nose. So it ended up being about two hours. Um, let's start there. What did you think of the Mario Kart ride? I... Really love the queue. Okay. Once again, I think newer California rides, you know, that are modern, they're, they're building out these queues rather than just making you go back and forth in chain link, you know, boring, you know, lines that last forever. There's ton to look at, like ton of detail, as detailed as a, you know, kind of cartoony 3D world could, could be. Could be, yeah. And, uh, I 
really enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of Universal's version of Toy Story Mania. Cool. But one-upped, no pun intended. And the goggles actually worked really well. I thought I was going to be thrown off. I'd heard, yeah, Universal loves their screens. Um, but I I was pleasantly surprised. I'm a big... I kind of grew up with Mario Kart. Uh, played Double Dash to heck in like junior high one Thanksgiving break my brother and I just oh my gosh that game and then and then kind of the next big time I played it was eight when it came out you know what seems like 15 years ago but playing the DLC getting my wife to play yeah. playing with my brother all the kind of OG tracks that they kind of brought back um, and I thought the course was brilliant I I thought the practical effects were great um it made sense i will say uh a lot comes at you at once and if you have no familiarity with mario kart if you have never been on a universal ride before um and maybe that was it it was like quite a lot to take in it's kind of baptism by fire yeah yeah. it's kind of like my first like ooh, you waited 27 years to come back to universal and that's your your first one after a two-hour wait. Um, so it hits you hard. So I, I'm still processing it. But yeah. overall, I was, I was like, this is really, really fun. I think you might be more hot on the ride than I am. Mm. I think I had a really, I think I had a really hard time with it. Um, I think exactly what you're describing, everything getting thrown at you. <laughs> um, I... I'm not a big fan of Toy Story Midway Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and now that you put it that way, I know you mentioned that yesterday, but I think right now I just truly made the comparison of like how, oh yeah, it is. Like in the sense of like, it, it's it's just a straight up video game where you physically move a little bit. I think part of what I like going to theme parks for is like, obviously like the thrill of rides and all that, but I really like seeing things that have only existed digitally or in, on the page or in movies like like come to life mm-hmm. and be like in physical form i think that's why i like you know i love animatronics yes and i love like seeing like, love your big, big puppets or different things like that it just it just cracks it's me super up fun, yeah. it's super fun and so i feel like because of the game element of the mario kart ride and just like literally watching nintendo sprites like run around on on screen where you look with these goggles like i didn't necessarily like i kind of I couldn't tell you, I couldn't describe to you what practical elements I actually saw on the park. Yeah. And like that, that, that's a bummer to me. Cause now I feel like I'm like, Oh, what did I, like, what did I miss on that ride? Like so much was happening, but like, what did I actually see and experience? And I kind of feel like it was just kind of a quick fever dream of a ride. It, it definitely was a fever dream. I feel like having played a lot of Mario Kart, yeah. I was able to quickly tell you know, cause I kind of knew the assets mm-hmm. in my head and I was like, wow, that's, that's a cool section. I see what's real, what's not real. Uh, obviously we didn't get to do it twice. Yeah. We would have, we literally spent our whole morning, like half the day doing that. Um, but I, I give it a thumb, a thumbs up. I don't nice. know what your rating is on, on how you guys rate things on here. We really, <laughs> it depends on the day. It depends on the um, day. Sometimes it can be a pun. So you give it a, you give it a thumbs You give it a Yahoo. Yeah. You give it one Yahoo. I think I give it a, a Mario Kart. Yeah. A Mar- okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. but. Th- and that's fair. And I think, I think that second time, 
kind of like how I felt about Transformers, how you were describing it. It comes at you so hard, so fast. And it was like, okay, did I really just experience that as I processed it? And then when I did it again, it really clicked for me because now I knew what to expect. Totally. I wasn't just assaulted visually (laughs) and and virtually and whatever else. Um, I just realized... Man, the, like the Virtual Boy lives on. It does. It's <laughs> it does. Now you wear it in Mario. Yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's what it was for. But, um, yeah. All that aside, I think a second time would be pretty fun, just to kind of give it a full, a full fair review. But that's my initial impressions yeah. of. I was, I was really impressed. But what do you think about the rest? It's called Super Nintendo World. So you and I were kind of going off on like a mini, like, like, what's the deal with Nintendo World yesterday? Uh, because like, it's only Mario. It's only Mario and Pikmin that we discovered yeah. briefly at the end, like Pikmin. stealing a coin. But uh, for a place called Super Nintendo World and a place that really doesn't look like it can grow oh, because man. of where it is, it's, it's a bit of a bummer where I'm like, this is just, this is just Mario. And obviously you and I are big. We could have had a whole other podcast talking about like the Nintendo connected universe and oh, and man. all of those games, but so it's like, fun. but like, the Zelda games are some of my favorite. The uh, Smash Bros games are great. Like Pokemon, obviously, all all of those things that you know have never have never really grown up out of. And so seeing a place that's called Super Nintendo World, like I was, I'm gonna be honest, like I was really hoping that we would walk away with at least some referential merch to to one of these other franchises mm-hmm. and that's really not there um it's it is it is all mario it's not even it's not even um donkey kong like adjacent like no. the, just the mario club kids are there right um and i thought that was a little bit of an interesting decision like i've heard that the rumors that in florida they're expanding this um this lost kingdom like fallen atlantis area into kong country or hyrule depending on where depending you depending on yeah um and it's like if that's true like that 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 could be the expansion but once again that's a that's an east coast thing that's not a west coast right thing. that's they have the land i will say universal studios hollywood to me after years and years of being to disney and different theme parks i'm like man could you have <laughs> picked a, 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 a more interesting place the escalators oh yeah i just had to get that in i mean let's build half of this on a hill we ran out of space <laughs> we'll build it at the bottom of the hill we'll just put escalators you know and that's fine um but yeah it's i'm happy for universal i feel like if your kids aren't into the despicable or the, the illumination yeah. the illumination stuff um Especially with kids, right, as things get updated and they age, uh, you always have to kind of keep pace with that. Uh, Mario's iconic. Mario's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the movie just absolutely killed on on kind of every level. We're going to get more of them, I'm sure. And so I'm really happy for them in that. Because um, when I went 27 years ago, I... <laughs> I got to say how I went there. One, I sold enough magazines in elementary school to my family and friends. I was like, I want to do this. And I went and one, I was very scared of everything. Yeah. Because it was all scary, like PG-13 franchises. Yeah. yeah, Properties. Yeah. yeah. So I looked up a map of like 1996 
And I'm like in second grade and I hadn't seen Back to the Future yet. And I hadn't seen, you know, I did the studio tour. I did the I Love Lucy exhibit because, you know, that's that's not scary. That's not scary at all. And um, didn't do Jurassic Park yet. Yeah. Because uh, that would have scared the, <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, I love that. But yeah, so kind of kind of sad that I missed on that. But like now it's just so many kids and so I, was, I was happy to see that yeah and i know that that world is a big draw for them and i was happy to see them engage with it um but i think too yeah just the physical size when you walk in it's very immersive i think they did a great job but i felt like they said here's the space that you have and it's like really like like that's uh, and then coming back to our power band activities um it, it, it we were there on a crowded day and then with the power band they were promising a lot of interactivity and cool things like that and i don't know how i felt about it so we we kind of got two super nintendo world experiences yes we got the one right when we arrived that was so crowded and too crowded for that space um, it was like even like so there there are Mario like question blocks and brick blocks and power up blocks everywhere. Um, and there's kind of like four little stations that have universal employees there where essentially you have to get these keys. And so there's little reaction like one time you have to like crank a wheel. Another time you have to like hit power blocks at the same time to knock a turtle on its back. Other times you have to um, like do kind of a matching color game. Uh, to get keys and there's one other we didn't do and so I don't know what that one is but there's like there's these different options to win keys and then after you do that you you go into a secret lair to go fight baby Bowser you love that oh my gosh you're gonna be talking about that and then when you do gosh and then when you do that you like you and uh, 11 other people you're basically positioned and this is kind of its own game you like it's it's a giant screen that basically has scanned your shadow and then you move, and it's 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 pretty good, but it's like not perfect. Like you, it's, it's not perfect. I I thought it was like actually a great culmination. It was of it was a very element. I agree. Like it 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 made sense, and it to me it was actually the best part about the bands. I think so as well. Um, and so it's like bob bombs are dropping from the sky. You're hitting them up. You jump like Mario does, and you get power-ups, and then you have fire, and then you have a superstar. Like, you, you do all these different things, and then if you and your team, I think, I guess beat him enough, like, like you, you win, and you get the golden mushroom back from, from Baby Bowser. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was fun. It was a fun thing to do, and that was a fun culmination. But when we went earlier, like, there was no way each of those little interaction stations had, like, a 25, 40-minute Oh, wait. my gosh. And that was absurd to say. When we went near the end of the night, we went probably back about 20 minutes before closing. That was um, fine. We, we we rushed through and that that was i think probably the most fun that you and i had in nintendo world because right. we were rushing to get these keys we were against and, the clock too. and it was the two of us versus like a lot of families with 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 kids who were struggling to do these activities so fun and scott and i would just go and just <laughs> just dominate yeah like really fast get these keys hustle it through. felt like you know we were the big kids in the ball pit kind of like, <laughs> like somebody's looking over at us like uh, what are you guys doing? But 
there's a lot there's there's a lot and there's not a lot to interact with here there's a lot to see there's moving animatronics everywhere there's koopas there's yeah. goombas and there's that's plants and that's and that's well done so well done i think i think i think my concern is the scale we didn't even know you had to wait to get in the land we had the express so we just yeah. would walk right in but it was literally probably 40 minutes to get in and then what do you go do you all these carnival more, things yeah. i i liken those activities they're like carnival games yeah i don't and think so, you're wrong like and so I, I get the 40 dollars like as i try to make sense of that i say okay well what would you pay for a carnival game today people love that totally um your prize is another experience the other experience i thought was was good i would not wait 30 minutes each activity no. i would not spend two hours of monday doing this i would do what we did where you can go like crank them all out and then you kind of have this like cool ending experience but it's also truly an ending experience now like you know it's 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 a classic nintendo move like it's dlc blocked by a paywall that's exactly <laughs> like it. it really is that's like, exactly it like and i think that's a little shocking when that is like the other half of your land and it and like it, it truly, and it is like and otherwise, it is at this yeah. point if you like if we had not gone back, I would have said, "Yeah, there's one ride in these these carnival games that, of course, the kids love." Um, totally let down by Toad School Cafe. We got in the park, I think, thirty minutes after opening. Yeah, and reservations are sold out. So why would you make such a small, just small place? Yes, I know it's I know it's crowded. I know it's packed, but to but it's a small place, right? Too, but even like. But even, Harry like, Potter. why not have timed release times throughout yeah. the day like Disney did, where there's a 9 a.m. drop of reservations, you know, because then you're rewarding, because who knows, these pass holders come in at 9 a.m., get the reservation, leave, yeah. come back at d- dinner time. Um, and that felt like, oh, that was a little piece of the experience I didn't quite get. Um, there was also, when you go to Harry Potter World, there's butterbeer carts everywhere mm-hmm. when you go to star wars land there's the blue milk carts but there's also like the popcorn mix you mm-hmm. can go get the ronto wrap like there's a mm-hmm. lot of other like quick service food experience there's none of that and you're Mario absolutely World. right i didn't even and, think like about like that. so there was because no even it's so small yeah. like because the real estate is so small and that's that's a bit frustrating granted when when you're coming down the escalators you see a really cool view of the land and it looks great and then I was like, well, they could expand over there. That's in soundstage. And Cody goes, no, I'm pretty sure that's the show building. And I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you're absolutely right. And then we were waiting or coming out from somewhere else or the backside of Jurassic Park. And you look and there's the wall to Mario World. So it's like there's literally there's no more space. No space. Yeah. Except that big old fancy golf course to who knows where else. And, we, hey, Universal... If you're willing to have a freaking theme park, have like 28 escalators yeah. <laughs> because you did not have the foresight, you know, 100 years ago or whatever to... Scott, they're building a movie th- studio, not a theme park. That's true. That's true. However, you know, give it the time. And what? They're working on that Fast and Furious coaster. It's like on the edge of the hill of the it's, upper lot. It's so wild. It's like, the, guys, just... Just go buy out that golf course. Like, who cares if if who cares if your map is like just 
It can't get any. It weirder. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, you just just lean into it, you know, or just oh my gosh. So I think my overall takeaway is like Universal with the power bands. Like I did, I had a fun time. We were so tired and delirious by the end while we were going back there, which I think made it fun. Yes, but. I feel like if you go to this park and you have a few kind of small elementary school age kids that I don't think everyone needs a power band. Uh, but nope. I feel like if you have like two per family, yep. you guys are kind of swapping and sharing. I feel like if you went kind of when we did in the evening, mm-hmm. you could have a really fun time hanging out at that park, hitting the blocks, going around, Absolutely. going to Bowser Jr. doing that. But I will say that Mario Kart ride might be a lot for your elementary school I kid to take so in too, yeah. with the VR. Granted, you know, these kids, you know, don't get me started on, on Cocoa Melon. It's like, you know, like an acid trip for kids. That's, so what, maybe, you, that's what you want the golf course to turn into, right? Cocoa Melon Lands? Yeah, exactly. Universal property. Yeah, like exactly. Uh, but that would be a lot for a kid to take in. Yeah. So I would actually, part of me would be like, tell the kid not to put the goggles on, but then they miss the whole cart part. You know, so I, I, I don't, but I'm like, that's where it's, that's where it's a little uneven. But you're a dad, like your kids get a little older. Mm-hmm. You guys are at a different, you know, place in your life. Like I, I could totally see you taking oh, your 100%. kids and just like, even if you're not getting on the right. universal ride, going around and showing them how to like hit the blocks that they've seen you guys play Mario Kart with. Like, that's true. Like, and just walking around yeah. and seeing, and I could see that being a very fulfilling day. I, I could see that yeah. too, where th- there is enough here. Mm-hmm. that is for kids where you're spending time in super mario land and you're doing harry potter because yeah. that's that's just very contextual and then you have the secret life of pets and you got i mean there is really enough there that you could absolutely have fun area for playing and running around totally yeah like outside of totally minions, forgot about yeah. that yeah like the, and that's what now strikes me too like it's very well-rounded versus there was there's nothing when I was in second grade. Yeah. It was, uh, I think I love the word you described it because it's still true today. But you know, Universal is for your Raiders fan uncle, <laughs> right? Who says I don't like that Disney stuff, and I just you'll but never get me caught Transformers. Disney, but I love so I that's love that's a world that that's Dominion. a whole different audience. Um, who is who is waiting fifty five yeah. minutes for the Simpsons and and yeah. waiting for their donut and waiting for their beer and you know th- that there's that half but yeah I was actually pretty impressed and I will look forward to taking my nephew and my daughter and my other nephew um, although although because I do live down here the prices end up being pretty comparable between Disney and Universal yeah, that's true so that that one is kind of a Hey guys, this is an off year where we don't have passes, or it's just, yeah, is it enough to to sway it? But I think it's worth seeing, and, yeah. and I think Mario has enough of a draw um, to do that. Are you gonna sell your power band or hold on to it? You had a really good idea of sharing them if so, when somebody needs one, yeah, and just mailing them back and forth, <laughs> or yeah, you know, hey, somebody's coming down. Hey, you want to borrow this for for five bucks? Totally. Um, I'd rather I would get more satisfaction out of that. Yeah. And there are no used power bands on eBay. Everybody's trying to recoup the full forty yeah. or sell it as collectors, which which to me is shocking. Yeah. Uh, 
Especially because they're just so readily available. They're, they're so like, readily available, and honestly, like, if they were cheaper, people would just hand them to you as you walked out. Like, hey, we don't need these anymore. Um, I feel like there was probably a version, obviously. Yeah. There, there was a version where they were cheaper, and there was a version where they probably handed them to you when you walked in the park. Like, a hundred percent. And these parks are expensive. Uh, they, you know, it's it's a huge creative effort, and I appreciate that. Uh, but but forty is just kind of at the upper yeah bearable yeah family of four absolutely not no one hundred and sixty bucks with the express and as you said they have now taken away that express unlimited yeah um he was Cody was shocked he used to when you got the express pass it was unlimited now it's nowhere on the website. Uh, you we, have to we get, saw it. We saw it on one. You kiosk. have to. We saw it on like one. Upgrade, he says, yeah. "Oh, it is there." What you have to do is get the Express Unlimited ticket, or sorry, the Express ticket. Then in the park, yeah, you go and pay another fifty dollars, and so we paid at a peak two seventy. I did use a, a TripAdvisor promo, twenty percent off, so we got it for two hundred. But I should have I should have Scott on again at some point just to talk about uh, travel hacks. Oh and my like, gosh. And like credit card saving oh my deals because that that's something that free hotel, yeah. free parking, yeah. <laughs> pass go. Please collect two hundred dollars. But uh, no, it's like okay, two seventy plus fifty. Now we. We were really satisfied. Would I have liked to go on a couple other things and just run through them? Sure. Um, Mario Kart, I think, will be a lot more satisfying when it's not a two-hour wait. Yes. And and it allows Express. Or even before Express. It's just not a two-hour wait. 90 minutes, one hour. Totally totally fun and immersive. So, um, Scott, what's uh, what's next for you? What are you reading? What are you watching? What am I reading? What am I watching? Anything oh, right now? I want to check out that Monarch series. Uh, on oh the Godzilla one the Godzilla yeah, one I'm excited for you to see that um, I have to finish the last two episodes of Loki yeah you do I'm not behind because oh, it's man. so good oh man Scott and I are on opposite sides of the season oh of those seasons yeah uh, which is fine um, gosh what am I reading man I got two kids they one got- seven months <laughs> and the three year old's harder in in all the yeah. good ways uh, and it becoming really really fun. Um, and it's like, man, I can't wait to play Hogwarts Legacy. I'm like, can I can I get that on sale for Switch? I'm sure you will find a way. Oh, no, I will find a way. But it's like, I got to finish Tears of the Kingdom. I'm, you know, yeah. 20% through. It's like, I got two sealed Switch games. Metroid Dread, Link's Awakening. I'm like, uh, Spider-Man 1... I'm 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 in that stage where I'm just like have to start making a list and you're, like you're such a dad I love it it's um, it's a lot of fun being being a dad is a lot of fun it just means less time for for Hogwarts for less, now for now but oh man I gotta start travel hacking right now and start all those bank sign up bonuses you're ready feeling this got Scott hungry kids. for for, oh, for kid man. vacations oh man until i already i'm like how how tall is my daughter she's 37 inches i think 40 is the max at disney i saw, I saw kids around her height going on a lot of these things yeah I feel like. so i was like hmm i need to start yeah. checking the heights i think she's still too young i think four is when yeah. we're gonna take her i think she will really start understanding things more uh, and so I think that's why we're going to wait for that. But I think she's just going to lose her mind in the best way. 
Well, cool. Well, Scott, I'm so glad we got to give you this. Thanks for thanks for coming on the pod and talking about uh, theme parks with me. So fun. Can't wait to come back. Uh, we'll talk next time. Uh, read comics. I guess go to theme parks as well. And yes. uh, we'll be back soon. Bye.